0: What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Heavy Pour. We're here, Henry and I. Yes, sir. On another Thursday.
1: Yes, we are. Just hanging out.
0: Man, it's been a crazy week. Yeah. Free agency has just taken off.
1: Yeah, and that's usually how it goes, but it's all—it's almost overwhelming. I know. <laughs> like it, it felt like every hour there was another player getting signed.
0: No kidding, and the Patriots just keep rolling. <clears throat> Like, I think it was after the show that Hunter Henry got signed, right?
1: Yeah, I think so, yeah. yeah. so they yeah. added
0: Hunter Henry, too. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what Bill Belichick's up to, but I'm kind of excited to see it.
1: I mean, they're good players.
0: <clears throat> exactly, and it looks like he's got a structure already to it. I mean, he wants to run the two two big guys. Yeah. You wants know, Hunter Henry and Johnny Smith out there a lot.
1: Yeah, he's had that. He's he's always been a tight ends guy his whole career.
0: He has, and I mean, he... Got two really good ones, probably the two best in the free agency class. I'm kind of surprised that they would want to sign together, but I suppose if the money's right, the money's right, you know? Yeah.
1: I don't know how much, like, I don't know. Like, some of these might come out to be bad. It's probably, like, wishful thinking to think this is all going to work out, but I'm sure most of the signings are.
0: It just feels like anything Bill Pelichick does is just, like, well calculated and he knows exactly what he's doing.
1: Yeah, I think so. Um it's just, you know, the Patriots are trying to get back to where they were. Got to find quarterback now. I, I, I think Cam will be better this year with the, uh, the weapons that they're signing, but we'll see.
0: I would hope so. I mean, I it's just hard to think of a world where he's going to throw the ball downfield because he can't. So I'm sure it's going to be a lot of short, quick passes.
1: Yeah, probably. Um, but, I mean, there was no argument like he didn't have weapons last year. No, he didn't. The Patriots didn't have really anything for him. And that doesn't help especially when you're an aging quarterback with shoulder issues
0: yeah definitely not i mean he can still move on the ground but part of being a quarterback you know throwing the ball
1: yeah that's a that's kind of in your name you know
0: yeah it really is but i don't think he can have a worse season than last year
1: i think he's gonna have a bounce back season
0: i think so too i i don't think he's gonna do anything fantastic but i think he's gonna be a lot better than last year which i don't think that's much that's not saying much but anything for him is gonna be an upgrade and I really hope that it takes away the sour taste of last year because he just looked atrocious last year. Yeah, and I, mean, I hope I know so too. That's, I know that's his weapons partially, yeah. but like, it it just sucks to see.
1: Yeah, I know exactly, especially someone who's dominated the league before and is going to be a Hall of Famer. It kind of sucks to see that stuff. but Right. Anyways, bounce back year. Heard it here first on the heavy pour. Cam Noon, he's
0: back. All
1: right. Moving on though. Justin, I'm going to let you take this one because you were pretty stoked up last night to hear it.
0: Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. Patrick Peterson to the Vikings. That's veteran leadership on our defense, especially in the cornerback room where we needed it the most. Yeah. We needed some leadership there because we're so young. Yeah. Just so young. And we got it. Patrick Peterson's awesome. And I know he's towards the tail end of his career, but he can still produce. And even more, he can teach the guys in that room how to play in the NFL, what to do.
1: Yeah, he's a phenomenal uh, future Hall of Fame cornerback, dude's a stud. I mean, I think he's been an All-Pro quarterback like four or five times. Yeah, it, this is a great signing. Uh, it's a one-year, I believe. What was it? Ten million dollars. Yeah, one-year, ten million dollars. Um, so like, if he if he is on his decline, which he probably is, but that doesn't mean he still can't play. Um, you know, you're not you're not too invested into him, right? No, definitely not. But the benefits are very high. He's gonna come in, mentor these young, talented quarterbacks, and he's probably going to lock down a starting spot himself. So, oh yeah, absolutely. It, it, this is just an this is I, I didn't even think of like the Vikings as a landing place for him. I guess I don't know why.
0: I didn't either. I expected but, him to sign with like a Super Bowl contender. If I'm right. Being honest, I expected him to go chase a ring, which I mean I can't argue with like given yeah. the cap room, like yeah. the uh, salary cap situation this year.
1: And, and this might have been maybe like the best offer he had. Right. Or it could have been like the best fit. Or what he was looking for too um Minnesota's a nice place to live
0: it is yeah but minnesota nice baby
1: exactly but patrick peterson I, this is a great signing
0: i mean i know you'll be happy for him just because you know dbu he's staying in the league
1: of course nflsu baby
0: yeah lsu is dbu we're yeah, not gonna is. entertain anything else
1: i know uh moving on though my guy jamal williams sad to see him go former packer has officially signed with the Detroit Lions.
0: Staying in division, dude.
1: He is. He is. That's it's, it's going to hurt when he's picking up our pass blocks and uh Cuz you know be he does running it well. all over. Yeah, he does it very well. He's a good back. Um he's no longer going to be taking <clears throat> Aaron Jones carries, but that'll yeah. be AJ Dillon next year that you'll have to have beef with oh
0: my god dude uh for the last like what three years i've had aaron jones in like a dynasty keeper hybrid league yeah so I, I have aaron jones every year and every single year i get so pissed off when i see aaron jones leave the field because he could be a workhorse back yeah he could 100 be a workhorse back get like 25 30 touches a game yeah i mean obviously they, they wear him down quick yeah but he could do it
1: from a fantasy sense get him the touches
0: yeah He's but, still like yeah. a
1: he's still a very high producing running back in fantasy football. Though, oh, he's he's so a touchdown great. machine. My
0: my thing is is like how much better could he be if you yeah. put the ball in his hand five six more times a game? And right. that's just me being a fantasy manager. No, like I get that. I want the production because it's so easily there. Yeah. Like it's just right in front of you, and it just seems too to easy. Yeah. And like there's <clears> nothing <throat> on Jamal Williams, but Aaron Jones is a more expl- explosive back.
1: Yeah, and I mean, that's, yeah.
0: Not, like, that's not a question. No. So that's why I'm also like, I mean, what are the Packers doing? But I totally get it coming from, like, a you-got-to-protect-Rodgers standpoint the last few years. Yeah. Because Jamal Williams is a way better pass blocker.
1: Yeah, he's a very good pass blocker. But what do you, what do you think about this fit?
0: Um, I like it, but I, I, I like the signing for the Lions. But I don't really like it for Jamal Williams.
1: Yeah, because I don't think he's going to be the workhorse. I, I don't know what... <clears throat> I don't know what, like, his mindset was, because he probably views himself as the number one back on right, a team. Right, yeah. Um, and I think he could have signed with a team where he would get number one touches, like Pittsburgh, maybe.
0: That, see, that's I love that fit.
1: Right. Or and, and, and he might on the lines, but it just feels like a crowded backfield.
0: I mean, AP's gone. Um, Ty Johnson is gone, even though he was gone last year. But, right. I mean...
1: DeAndre Swift. It's
0: DeAndre Swift. Carry on Johnson's still there, I believe. I believe, yeah. And then Jamal Williams and like
1: so maybe Jamal will get um, the starting touches.
0: He could. Um, I,
1: I, don't, I don't. I don't really know. know. I don't know a whole lot about like DeAndre Swift and stuff. I, I know mean, he, I knew he was a dog in college he at had Georgia.
0: Half time, coming back from that concussion last yeah. year. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So hopefully he's gonna be okay moving forward. Um, we'll we'll see. I, I mean, saying it aloud now, he might be the number one back.
0: I would. Ass- I, I would assume. I mean, like he's not getting crazy money. Mm-hmm. He's getting two years for like seven million dollars, which I thought he could get could have commanded a way bigger contract. Yeah. It might he might be making seven a year.
1: See, and he might be taking the because sh- he's uh, he's not like old. I believe he uh, he was in the same draft class as Aaron Jones, so he's probably twenty six, I think.
0: Yeah. So he's got a few years left. Yeah. So he, he could still probably sign a pretty.
1: No, exactly. He's he's, he's he's he hasn't had like yeah that many carries, so he could still probably get a pretty. Nice contract when he's 28. This is up if yeah. he produces, but
0: the Lions just isn't a place where running backs produce. I know
1: that's where I was. Why? Uh, what I was thinking like, too. I mean, I mean, they had that stretch of what, like three seasons in a row without.
0: I think it was like six. Without was it a six? Yard yeah.
1: I, I I they had like a 50 game streak of not having a running back yards. hit 100 yards. Yeah, I that think it was is long, crazy. Yeah, it might
0: have been longer than 50. Because they went from like Reggie Bush to carry yeah. on Johnson, I think.
1: I think so. Yeah, Which that is, is like
0: 2013 to like 2018 or yeah,
1: it was it was something crazy like that. But so maybe Jamal uh, turn the tide. I, I don't really know what they're gonna run for offense. I can't say it. I know a whole lot about what the new regime is bringing in,
0: biting a lot of kneecaps. Yeah, that's just all taking,
1: we know. Taking, we're gonna we're gonna take a chunk on our way down. We're gonna take another chunk on our way back up. Nah. You're gonna knock us back down.
0: I imagine they're going to try to rewrite the culture there with, like, running the ball. Um, Dan Campbell just kind of seems like that old head, like, we're going to run it down there, throw it with good defense. Which isn't a thing in the NFL, right? Like, it's not how you succeed in the NFL. Yeah.
1: I've been listening to more interviews that he does, and he's really bought in on the Detroit mentality.
0: Yeah, I've noticed that, too. uh,
1: Which I think is really cool, and I don't think that maybe... Uh, I can't even think of his name, Matt Patricia, Patricia. I don't know if he, I don't know if he did it enough or if he did it too much because like, it, it was weird. Um, I don't really know where I'm going with that, but I what I'm saying is I think Campbell might this might work out.
0: It we'll might, see, yeah.
1: Because he was the interim at uh, Miami a few years ago before they hired Flores, wasn't he?
0: Campbell's been with the Saints for like oh was a it? Long Who was the interim time?
1: head coach on the on the Dolphins then?
0: Uh, wasn't that Greg Williams? Didn't he step in? I I could be completely wrong on that.
1: I'm going to look it up.
0: No, I I just don't know how I feel about this signing because there's so much uncertainty with the Lions. And like, every time I think about the Lions, it's like, they're not going to be contending for anything but last in the NFC North. Mm -hmm. Like at all. Because the Vikings are way better than them. The Packers are way better than them. The Bears are the Bears, and they're going to outperform what they actually are.
1: So he was. This is why we need Peter here. He was the interim coach for the Miami Dolphins in 2015, and then he got oh, a okay. coaching position with the Saints.
0: Okay. okay. Because I
1: remember he went like four and two or something in their last six games, and people oh, is that were with,
0: calling. Uh, no, it wasn't with And Texas people wanted Patrick. him
1: to be the head coach. Okay. So I, I don't. I don't. So I don't know. I mean, he's a. He just looks like a man that just, like, works construction 9 he to does. 5.
0: Yeah. yeah, he does.
1: Just, like, hanging drywall. just got <laughs> Or, like, selling you trucks or something. Yep. No. There was a lot of memes about that when That's he got hired. That's the mentality. Yeah, yeah. just that workhorse mentality.
0: Yeah, next up on the uh, signings from yesterday, though. Curtis Samuel to the Washington football team. I love this signing.
1: Yeah, I think it's great.
0: Uh, with the recent addition of Ryan Fitzpatrick, like I called last week. Yep. They have a quarterback, and now they're adding talent around him. I mean, that's what what he needs. He needs guys that can move. And here's another thing that um, I saw. I don't remember who said it, but I know Terry McLaurin tweeted saying, we talked about this in the, the, like, dorms or something. But Curtis Samuel and Terry McLaurin were both brought in at Ohio State in the 2014 draft class. Yeah. uh... So, I mean, having that connection – could help a lot.
1: Yeah, I saw a tweet with Terry McLaurin saying that they talked about it their freshman year. Yeah. yeah, That's, that's so awesome. I know.
0: I'm sure they're both stoked to be yeah, back
1: with each other. Yeah, they're probably pretty good friends. So that that would be so exciting. Dude, could you imagine texting them and being like, dude, deal's done.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm coming to Washington. Can you imagine how hyped you'd be? Yeah, I'd be so excited.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, I'd no. be like, let's be roommates. The, <laughs> this is such a good deal for the Washington football team and Curtis Samuel. Because Curtis Samuel's kind of played third fiddle yeah in carolina for i don't know how long however long his career has been
1: yeah and he had he had a good season last year Very good season. a lot of I, I he was underused for a long time and they finally started getting him touches i think he had like 70 touches last year 70 yeah. catches and rushes for like 800 yards and a couple tutties he's an explosive effective player yeah um and I think he's more than just, like, a gadget guy, too. And, and they're going to use him a lot on, like, motions and, like, sweeps and stuff like that. Right. And just getting him a ball, the ball in state uh, space. But I think he's a legitimate wide receiver who can make a lot of plays for them, and it's going to be – they're going to use him really well. I hope. At least. Oh, yeah.
0: I would, I would assume so because Terry McLaurin, he's the number one clear cut. But yeah. Curtis Samuel is going to step in and be number two right away. Yeah. And they can do so much with him.
1: Yeah. They no, can absolutely.
0: Hand him hand him the ball. Toss it to him. Just get this guy the ball, and he's gonna make something happen. Yeah, and we're seeing that more and more in the NFL, where like gadgety, quote unquote, guys yeah. are you know becoming centerpieces of offenses. Mm-hmm. I think that's just how the NFL is now. Mm-hmm. And this is huge for Curtis Samuel. It's a huge threat. Um, and now teams can't just go like, okay, Terry McLaurin's right there. We're gonna we're double. just gonna shut down the offense.
1: Yep. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, so they can throw the ball, they can run the ball, they can pass the ball. This is just. It's a great move by Washington, and now it frees up their first round pick too, because it kind of felt like they had to use their first round pick on, on a wide, wide receiver. receiver yeah. and now like they definitely don't have to.
1: Right, but if the board falls that way, where they're like, "Hey, you know, we can. Yeah. This is a guy we really like, and he's here. We didn't think he's going to be here. Let's take him." Or if right. they're like, "You know, let's not reach. Let's snag a running or a wide receiver in second or third round." Yeah, like it just gives you options to be uh, fill other needs. So.
0: Exactly. Yeah, I love this signing.
1: AJ Green, longtime Bengal, is now an Arizona Cardinal.
0: The Cardinals have quite the receiver room. Yes, and I mean, I know it's aging, but you got Nuke, who I would say is probably the best receiver in the NFL. Um, now AJ Green, who's old and he's been he's been hurt like all the time, but he when he's on the field, he's really good. Like, yeah, really, really good, which is great. If Fitz comes back, he's still a solid receiver, even though he's, <clears> like, what, 22 years in? It feels like... I, is he 38? No, he, he's 38, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I feel like this guy's been playing in the league dude is before a legend. I was born.
1: That dude is a legend. I think he still has single-digit drops. He does, I yeah. don't think he's past 10. Yeah. And that's crazy. I also think people... We can talk about this another time, but I think people forget how good Larry Fitzgerald is.
0: Oh, yeah, because he's just played so long, and you're like, ah, oh, he's just kind of like... Just a stud. Yeah. Monster. So good.
1: But I, I, this is a good fit, I think.
0: I think so too. It, just I, gives it doesn't another hurt another going,
1: weapon. yeah, going to Cliff's offense with Kyler. It's explosive. It's gonna work out. He just needs to stay healthy.
0: Yeah, that's his biggest thing. Is he and, hasn't been able to stay healthy for years. I know, peers.
1: and I'm really pulling for him too, because like it sucks to see a guy so talented and so like accomplished just behave with the injury bug.
0: Right. Not yeah, not great. But I I love this fit. The Cardinals got a great player. It seems like they're building something over there in Arizona, and
1: this might be the year they make the playoffs. Yeah, I, I would
0: love to say that. It's just
1: their division. Th- yeah, their division it's is brutal. so good that I don't know. Their division is brutal.
0: Yeah, when you play the Rams now with a way better quarterback yeah. and Sean McVay, the Niners are always solid. Yeah. They just need to stay healthy. And the Seahawks, as long as they have Russ, they're still going to win. Their their floor is like ten wins with Russ. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it sucks for them, but also hey,
1: it's competition. Yeah, it's competition, it and if you beat
0: that competition, you're you can beat anybody.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, John Brown to the Raiders.
0: I really like this one. Yeah. Yeah, Nelson Aguilar leaves, and they bring in John Brown, who I think is a better receiver than Nelson yeah, he's Aguilar. An, he's an upgrade. Ah, uh, he's definitely an upgrade. It gives Derek Carr a weapon. He's a he's a deep threat. Yeah. And fast. so is Henry Ruggs. So yeah, now, absolutely. I, I think they really need a possession receiver. Yeah. So I would I'd be really surprised If they didn't go after one in the draft Just because they need someone That can grab the yeah, ball Yeah that's
1: a good That's a good point And I think that they can find A lot of guys in the draft That can fit that Yeah Um, But definitely Because like As much as like Speed kills You do need guys That can just Yeah you know, Big bodied or at least like You need a possession guy
0: Yeah You're not throwing the ball 30 yards every play
1: You can't You could be can't. the fastest guy In the world But like It, it just doesn't work like that Exactly
0: like Henry Ruggs, John Brown, they're not built to catch 100 passes a year. They're going to be like 50, 60 catch guys. Yeah. But they're going to make the most of it. They do have Darren Waller, though, so he could be their possession guy in the middle.
1: I think Ruggs could be, though.
0: He might be. I think
1: he'll develop into one eventually. But okay. I think for right now, yeah. But, yeah, yeah we'll see. Filling Super John talented. Brown's
0: spot, though, the Bills brought in Emmanuel Sanders.
1: Yeah. It's a good fit. I think. I don't, do you think Sanders is better than Brown? I don't know. That's I'm what I'm trying, trying to figure think that right out. Now. <laughs> I feel
0: like it's pretty. I feel like it's a pretty even trade off.
1: Yeah, I think so too. Um, Sanders is getting up there in age. Yeah. Is he 33? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he's still productive, man. He had a he had a nice little um, stop at the Saints. Made the most of it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't think there's a ton to say about that one. It's just like the Bills lost John Brown. Then they found Emmanuel Sanders, and he's going to slot in and play the role. Yeah. And, I mean, I think it's just it's just that. I don't think it's an upgrade or a downgrade. I think it's just kind of even.
1: Yeah. And for Sanders, like, you go from a competitive, good team on the Saints. They're going through their own things right now. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Moving on to the Bills, like, that's not bad.
0: No. That's, that's a, that's, great, yeah, it's that's a not, great one for one. That's him.
1: not bad. Yeah. And, you know, this might be the Bills' year.
0: Exactly. Um... Last one I had to add in because I forgot to talk. about I forgot to. Yeah, add I don't know right how. Away.
1: Yeah, I, I running through the docket earlier today. I didn't even. I totally forgot about this yep. too.
0: Yeah. Uh, um, Andy Dalton Red signed rifle. with the Chicago Bears. Red Rifle. I don't know how I feel about this either.
1: I think the GM and head coach should be fired immediately for this. Like, and it's nothing on Andy Dalton because like he didn't. You know, and like this is nothing. This is out of his control because you just got a good deal, you're going to take it, right? Well, oh, exactly. I think it was one year, $10 million. Yeah, something like that. Um, This is not the way to figure, fix your quarterback situation. This is a revolving door at this point. Yeah. Like, this is ridiculous.
0: No, I don't know what their plan is here. I mean, there's rumors about them going after Russell Wilson. Um, there's rumors, I mean, like, small rumors about them making uh, offers for Deshaun Watson, which is a whole different story that –
1: yeah, who really knows? I I don't know what's There's going on there either. No one has like no one has any clue. And apparently Russ isn't going to be traded now. Yeah, um, I don't know. It, it, there it was. Apparently it was told, or at least I I don't remember who tweeted it out. But it was some like um, NFL talk show guy. It might have been like Rick Eisen or something like that. Gotten information of what the Bears were offering to the Seahawks, and I believe it was three first round picks. And like one starter and like a mid-round pick or something like that, okay. which is a lot. That's a ton, yeah. But when you look at the value for what, Russ where is, the, yeah, and where the Bears are going to be picking in the next three years, oh with yeah, with Russ, they're going to be picking. Those are going to be like
0: second-round picks, basically.
1: Yeah, and they're going to be, yeah, because they're going to be like mid twenties
0: if First not yeah. yeah well cuz if you put Ross on the bears that's a floor of like 9 wins
1: exactly so like you're going to be getting like the 23rd pick each year and that's fine like you can still get great players but like when you're talking about moving on from a franchise guy you got to be getting top 10 picks well yeah you want top and you need ammunition yeah exactly you need ammunition to trade up if you needed to and right the higher your pick the more value it holds that's just exactly. basically understanding so i i don't know man i mean it just doesn't this feels like a this feels like a band aid. It,
0: it's a band. I mean, I feel like Andy Dalton's better than Nick Foles and Mitchell Trubisky.
1: I think he is too, but
0: I, he's not that much better.
1: No, eight, like, he that's takes what him I'm from saying. Like it's eight, not... eight
0: to like nine and seven. Maybe, yeah.
1: Like I don't, I don't know if, especially in this division too. Like it's just this isn't how you do it. Exactly. I think.
0: Well, because the thing is, like, the Vikings just missed their mark last year. Yeah, but I think we're gonna be better this year. I think so, too. Well, we're probably going to float 9-7 and this year is what I'm thinking. I don't think the Vikings are a a 10-lane team yet. I think we got to figure out our defense a little better. We might be better, though, with Delvin Tomlinson uh, being signed in the middle there, Michael Pierce coming back, having Daniil Hunter healthy, and then Patrick Peterson. The defense is going to be a lot better. Yeah, it is. So, I mean, I think we're going to be a winning team again. Mm -hmm. So, what's that do for the Bears? Yeah,
1: I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, this just doesn't make any sense.
0: They're trying to stay competitive. But this is like a. This feels like one of those <laughs> signings where like, you wanna be, you wanna cover up that you're trying to just tank, right? Like if I'm yeah. if I'm like, a head coach at a really bad team, like no direction, mm-hmm. I'm coming him and I'm be like, all right, give me Andy Dalton because he's not gonna throw like thirty picks in a season, but he's also not gonna win me a lot of games. exactly
1: like he's not gonna like lose you games single handedly by himself, but he's not gonna win you games either. Like exactly. it's just like. You got to build a competent team around them, and they haven't done that as well. And their coaching staff is a mess. Their GM Ryan Pace has like had historically bad draft classes. Yep. Trading up for Mitchell Trubisky is just like one of the biggest L's of all time. It's just like it's ridiculous. And when you swing and miss on a quarterback, especially after trading up when you had Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes in that same draft class, taking ten picks later. That right there should be enough to get you canned.
0: Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Patrick Mahomes was like, some people saw it, some people didn't. But Deshaun Watson?
1: Yeah, You're telling me that
0: you saw more in Mitchell Trubisky's one season as a starter at UNC than Deshaun yeah. Watson at Clemson? I know, I know. Like, what? Oh, it's just, it's a headache. The Bears are a headache. Um, And this next one is going to be a headache for Saints fans.
1: So Drew Brees has officially retired.
0: He has. Um, as much as like I, I hate the Saints. Yeah. I have so much respect for Drew Brees. Yeah. I mean, he's just he's done so much for the city. Yeah, definitely. So much for Saints fans in general. hmm And the guy's just so accomplished throughout his career, even though he only won one Super Bowl and now eh, that was an iffy one.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, I'm not iffy gonna comment at best, more. Yeah. Yeah, but that was shitty. Yeah. Um But this is just like an era in the NFL where we're starting to see those guys that we grew up watching yeah, retire. Yeah. Philip Rivers retired. Eli Manning retired last year.
1: Drew Brees. Uh, Drew Brees no. just retired. I guess Peyton Manning was a while ago, but still, Man, like, yeah, kind of still in that. They're they're all together in that same era, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, dude, that's yeah, not a whole lot to add on what you just said.
0: No. Um, he did restructure his contract right before retiring, though, and he took the league minimum. Mm-hmm. So that helped them out because the Saints are just in horrible territory right now. Yeah,
1: it's it's bad. So yeah, shout out Drew Brees. Great career. You know, it's it's tough to win Super Bowls. It is. You can have the best quarterbacks, but it's it's tough, dude. um Taysom Hill restructures.
0: So I finally figured out what this restructure was. Yeah,
1: can you walk me through it? Because I still don't know what's it's going
0: on. It's kind of a pain, but what they did is they restructured. He's got like four years or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's a, his contract is worth $140 million. Mm-hmm. But this year he's making like, I think it's like $2 million contract. And then like he had like an $8 million signing bonus or something for like something along those lines. And then next year he's set to make a few million dollars. Nothing crazy. And the last two seasons of his contract are voidable, which is really weird, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, basically, it means that the way he signed the contract, the Saints can cut him with a very, very low dead cap.
1: Okay. That makes so, sense. So, like pretty much just cutting him free without they're, much to pay him.
0: Yeah. This basically means that unless Taysom Hill like, shows out that he's like franchise elite quarterback, yeah. he's being cut in two years. Yeah. Gets cut and dry. That's what they're going to do to him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, barring any, like, insane season from Taysom Hill, he's going to be a free agent in two years.
1: Yeah. And then with that, Jameis Winston did re-sign. Yeah. Which we knew was going to happen. Yeah. I-, I think, at least I thought that was pretty much a...
0: I thought he was going to be the heir to the throne. Um, It sounds like he's going to be the starter based on yeah, what they were saying. I think he should be. He should be. But last year made no sense. Yeah, it, it Hill. yeah,
1: and then Jameis didn't get the nod. That didn't make any sense to me because Jameis is a proven, capable NFL starter. Like, right. yeah, he has his obviously decision making issues, but like the dude's super talented. He can make. He's thrown for five thousand yards in the season. He can make throws. It's just like making the right ones. And then he went with a guy that had twenty career passes at the time. Yeah, like ten.
0: It made no sense. Um,
1: that's that's just what didn't. And it's not like Taysom, Taysom Hill is like. I mean, he is very athletic. I'm not trying to yeah. understate that. But, like, you're telling me Taysom Hill starting would bring more to the offense than Jameis?
0: Definitely not. From, I like, like it, a quarterback
1: yeah. sense? that just didn't make any sense at None all. None at
0: all. No, I totally agree. Um, it. I would assume to, uh, Winston's the starter here. And the way that Taysom's restructure looks, I'm assuming he's going to go back to that, like, gadgety, throw them all around. He'll throw a few passes here and there. Yeah. Um. It's just a really weird situation. It is, and it's just kind of a head scratcher, because you'd think it'd be cut and dry. Like Sean Payton's like, Winston's our guy. Mm-hmm. He's gonna start, yeah. And Taysom's gonna do whatever Taysom does. That's kind of that's the glory of Taysom Hill. Yeah, is that he's got a specific player profile now in the NFL. I guess mm-hmm. uh, I don't know how many coaches could do it with him, but Sean Payton can.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because. Sean Payne's a great head coach, really creative offensively. And that's the thing that like I'm I'm worried about Taysom Hill when he eventually does get voided and yeah. he gets cut cuz like you said it's going to be inevitable unless he has a fantastic season.
0: Unless he gets like know, an all-pro tight end.
1: I don't know where he's <laughs> going to go.
0: I don't either. There isn't really a team that can use him the way that...
1: I mean, maybe there is, and, like, we're just, like, maybe, being there-minded. like, I don't could know what he's going to do out, in the Chiefs offense. But, like, I just don't think he's going like, to have the biggest market. No. He... And he's going to be really up there in age.
0: Yeah, by that time. He's already 28, I think, yeah, right? Yeah, so he's 30 years old. And I think 30 so. 30 years for a gadget player who's, like... I mean, he's athletic as all hell. Yeah, he but is. But he's not, like, Ted Ginsby, or, like... That's the one that I'm thinking of, because Ted, Ted Ginn's like 36 or 37 right now, mm-hmm. and he still kind of floats around in science contracts here or there because he's still got speed.
1: Yeah. So we'll see. I don't I don't know. It's just, yeah. there's a whole lot going on there. It's got to be Jameis, so Jameis has got to be your guy.
0: You would hope. There's no reason to not start Jameis Winston here. It makes zero sense.
1: He had late to start too. Yeah. He, he can might see be him. able to see now. Yeah.
0: No more 30-30 club.
1: Yeah. We'll see.
0: That was ridiculous, dude. That
1: was incredible.
0: Props it was to electric. him for being able to do that. Like, be able to throw for 5,000 yards and 30 touchdowns when he couldn't see. Like, this man was literally just looking for colors and just, like, toss it.
1: Mike Evans down there somewhere.
0: Yeah, exactly. Chris Godwin, he's probably over here.
1: Dude, yeah, that's just crazy. Oh, man. Well, you got anything else to add, Justin?
0: Uh, no, I think that's going to do it. That's um, that's where we're at. We're going to talk a little bit more about the Saints next week when we have Peter back. Our, um, our recording got a little messed up due to St. Patrick's Day and festivities. Yeah. yeah. But we will be back to normal, and we'll have Peter next week, and I do want to hear his comments because I know he's got some feelings.
1: You know he always does. Yes.
0: So, so stick around for that. <laughs> look forward to it. We'll be back next week. Uh, make sure you listen to – Tuesday Show and this one. And hey, if you have any ideas, anything you want us to talk about, DM us. Yeah, let us know. Absolutely. Thanks, guys.
1: Peace.